0: Good evening, okay. it is now 645, and welcome to the, uh, the annual meeting of our Sycamore Township uh, CIC members. At this time, I'm going to turn the meeting over to uh, our administrator in Sycamore Township, Ray Warwick, and what do we have on the agenda tonight?
1: Yeah, I just wanted to walk through quickly, uh, per the code of regulations for the Sycamore Township CIC, the uh, members are stipulated so we have members, we have board of directors, and then the board of directors this evening will select the officers. The members are stipulated. The members are the three trustees, the fiscal officer, and the administrator. Um, since the uh, current elected officials have are already are still in office, it's still the same ones. There is no need to elect you um, for the non-elected. Uh, person on the board which would be the administrator it says that um i could be elected again if there was an election of the directors um but since there's no election of the directors i i'm assuming that i i stay in too and then typically the members select the board of directors and the board of directors uh is consists of five people well Four of them uh, are are still in automatically, and since there's no election of directors, I assume the administrator stays in also. So, um, let me see if I can get the... So I don't think there's any other action that has to be taken, Mr. President, in the annual meeting. I would move that we uh, adjourn the annual meeting.
0: Okay, do we have a second to adjourn? Second. Okay, so the time now is uh, 647.
1: Got to call for a vote on that.
0: Uh, okay. Mr. James? Mr. Weeman? Aye. Mr. LeBarbera? Aye.
1: Mr. Warwick? Aye. Is that correct? We do the yeah, case? Mr. Porter.
0: And Mr. Porter? Aye. OK. So that's adjourned. And now we move to the uh, Sycamore Township CIC Board of Directors meeting for this Tuesday, March second, twenty 2021. Uh, the agenda. The election of officers, Mr. Warwick, um, do we wanna remain the same gentleman, or do we wanna do the election over? Mr. James, your thoughts? Mr. Weedman, your thoughts? Uh, Tom, Tom James, your microphone's off.
2: Sorry, I don't see any reason to change unless somebody wants a different job. <laughs> I'm happy with the uh, makeup as it is. Mr. Weedman, any thoughts?
0: I'm fine. Okay, so the election of an executive director, do we all agree on Ray Warwick on this? Well, hold on. Do we actually do we have to take
2: formal action nonetheless to re-elect? I assume there were terms in place. So why don't uh, I move that we continue with the current officers and their current positions for another year?
0: Second. Okay. And Mr. Warwick. Aye. Mr. Barbara, aye. Mr. James? Aye. Mr. Porter? Aye. Mr. Weedman? Aye. Okay. Uh, approval of elect uh, electronic signatures. Do uh, we all agree to do, do that? Mr. James? I do. Yes. Mr. Porter? I do. Mr. Weedman? I uh, Mr. Warwick. Yep. Yes. Okay. Next on the agenda, the approval of the December 3rd, 2020 CIC meeting minutes. approve? Uh, Second. Okay, a, a vote on it. Mr. Porter, do you want to call the vote? Mr. Barbara, aye.
3: Mr. James? aye. Mr. Uh, Weedman, Aye. Mr. Warwick?
1: Aye.
3: aye.
0: Okay, next, the Economic Development Grant Program. Um, Mr. Ward, do you have that?
1: Yeah, I have put it on the screen. Uh, can you see it?
0: <laughs> yes.
1: It's pretty small, but yes. It is small. <laughs> uh, this is a recap of last year. The uh, revenue into the CIC was $100,000, which comes from the Township General Fund. And uh, most of the expenses associated with uh, uh, giving the grants uh, of the tax dollars back to citizens who uh were taxing those jets but live in the township um and uh that that amount came to ninety thousand sixty six dollars and four cents uh, so that's how we ended the year um i glanced at where we're at through two months of this year if you recall I, we had the board approve moving a hundred thousand dollars uh, into the CIC to start 2021. And so far we have uh, expenses of 24,887 and 31 cents. That's all the report on that.
0: Any discussion? Okay, if no discussion. Um, we approve this, do we have to
1: approve it? I don't okay. think so, but...
0: No. So the date of the next meeting will be uh, June the 1st at 645. Do we have a motion to adjourn? Motion to adjourn. Second. Second. OK. Guys.
2: Okay. Aye.
0: Aye. 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 So thank you. The meeting ended at 651.
2: All right, we use the same Zoom link for the full trustee meeting, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. All right, I'll see you all in a few minutes. Chris, are you Lieutenant, Sergeant? What, what is your,
4: Sergeant? I'm, I'm muted, sorry about that. I'm a Sergeant, yes. Okay, thanks. Just wanted to make sure I got it right later. <laughs> okay. Not a problem. Thanks, all right, I'll see you in a few minutes. All right.
5: Can everybody hear me okay?
2: Yep. Jim, you're talking though when you're muted. Loud and clear, Chief okay
0: thank you loud and clear chief
5: thank nice you. celebration
0: nice celebration for uh, coop yesterday you like that yeah that was cool very nice
2: call the meeting to order got my gavel here again there we go all right uh we are here It is uh, 7 p.m. on Tuesday, March the 2nd. Uh, We're here for our first of this month's evening trustee meetings. And uh, I believe we have an invocation, first of all, that Mr. Miller uh, will be delivering. So uh, if you're able to stand where you are, please do so or bow your heads otherwise. Thank you.
6: Uh, This comes from uh, Good Shepherd Lutheran Church uh from uh pastor jess abbott we thank you dear god for bringing us together in safety today we ask for your presence and wisdom as we discuss the challenges we face together as a board of trustees guide our thoughts and words so that we may offer the best leadership possible to our community in your holy name we pray amen
0: Thank
2: you. Thank you, and if everyone would remain standing, who is, we'll do the Pledge of Allegiance as well. Mr. Ebel, if you could put a flag up. I pledge
7: allegiance to the, to the flag of the United, United States, States, States of America, America,
2: and to the to Republic remember, for which it stands, stands one, one nation, nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Uh, all right thanks everyone uh if we can have a roll call mr porter would you call the roll to ensure we're all here
3: mr la Barbara? here. all right mr james here, here. mr weidman
2: uh-huh. all right uh, very good. Uh, first of all, the state of Ohio, someone's got audio running there and we're getting feedback. It's Tracy, I'll, I'll mute him. Okay. okay. All right, let's try again. Here we go. Uh, as you gentlemen are aware, the state of Ohio has authorized local government bodies to, be, to meet through remote means during this pandemic, which we're doing tonight through video conference. Votes of the Board of Trustees have the same effect as if approval had occurred during an open meeting or hearing of the public body. State law also permits resolutions and other township documents to be signed with an electronic signature. Would each of you please give your consent to placing your electronic signature on items approved in this meeting which require your signature? I do. I do. I do. I, I, do. I, do. I do. All right. Moving on on the agenda here, uh, next we have uh, approval of the minutes from our February 16th, 2021 trustee mm-hmm. meeting.
0: Motion to approve. I'll make a second.
2: All right, and we have those uh, minutes up on the screen. Any discussion as to those minutes, gentlemen? All right, hearing no discussion, Mr. Porter, will you call the roll, please? Mr. LaBarber? Aye. Mr. James? Aye. Mr. Weedman? Aye. All right. Thank you. And those minutes, of course, are available on our website uh, for anyone in the public who'd like to see them. Do we have anyone who has signed up to give public comments tonight? In
5: the very
2: near future. Um, Kathy was the only one that
5: registered and I have not seen her log in, Tom.
2: All right, so uh, Kathy Kugler had signed up, she's not here. We had uh, a problem with that in our last meeting and she was able to join us later. If she does that, please let us know and we'll see if we can fit her in later in the meeting. we Will do. All right, we will move on right now then to the sheriff patrol report. And tonight we have Sergeant Brian Sovereign here. Um, if we could get him on the screen mm-hmm. here and take down the agenda for a moment. Thank you, uh, Sergeant, what have you got for us?
4: Um. February, we had a couple of incidents that occurred at the uh, shopping areas in, in the Kenwood. In Kenwood, uh, we had a couple of aggravated auto robberies that occurred, uh, which we uh, were able to bring to a partial resolution very quickly with the help of City of Cincinnati. Uh, two subjects were taken into custody, and they have strong leads on a third. Uh, the original, the first auto robbery that occurred, they have no leads on. Other than that, the only thing that we really have going on, we've had some uh, noise complaints reference to garbage delivery in the northern part of the township. Um, That was addressed by one of our deputies to the Rumpke driver. It is our hope that uh, a verbal warning to that uh, effect about the township noise resolutions would be sufficient. If not, then we will have to take further action.
2: Very good. Well, well, welcome to our meeting. Thank you. Uh, Thanks for the update. Does anyone have any questions for the sergeant?
8: Sergeant, I think, I think the, uh, the runky situation has been ongoing for a while. I know that in a couple of the neighborhoods, um, uh, we had uh, some deputies staked out waiting for them in the morning and uh, turned them around got them out. But, uh, um, you know, I sympathize with these guys, especially in the summer, because I know that trash doesn't smell very good in, in the middle of the hot day. But the reality is we do have a, uh, we do have a, um, a noise resolution in place. And uh, they just got to follow it. And I've talked to multiple people at Rumpke and I'm hoping that they're starting to get the message now because the other neighborhoods that complain, they are, are coming later. So, and I don't, maybe they're coming now to this new neighborhood earlier. I have no idea. But.
4: That that was the impression that I got that my impression was I talked to the officer that came in that dealt with the driver. Apparently she was a newer driver. Maybe she's rerun. She said that she would reroute or retime her route. Um, I'm hoping that is, I know it's an ongoing situation because I've been, over the years, I've had to deal with it, but it seems like as we get new drivers, it becomes a situation again, then we speak to them and it kind of goes away a little bit. Yeah.
8: Thanks for your help on that,
4: though. Sure, you're quite welcome.
2: Yeah, thanks. Since we're on that topic, Tracy, I think you were in touch with Rumkey recently about some of this, too. Uh, any Anything to add?
7: <laughs> no, nothing to add. Uh, I talked to our government liaison who uh, is well aware of our noise ordinance, and he said he would make sure that uh, dispatch and the powers to be would know it and that they uh, have to realize that they can't be out here that early. Right.
2: All right. Well, thank you all for taking care of that. Um, any other comments for the sergeant here? All right. Well, thank you for joining us tonight, sir. You are welcome to stay for the rest of the meeting. If you like, you can uh, leave your video on or off if you like to, but we'll be watching you if you're still on. So
4: <laughs> Very well. thank you.
2: All right. Uh, we'll move on then to our EMS and fire report with Chief Rob Penny. Chief, what do you have for us tonight? And, and I should add also, happy 50th to Jerry Cooper at Daylight. I understand there was a big celebration for that.
5: Yeah, yeah. his his wife set that up. Uh, she did a pretty good job. You should see us. Uh, I don't know if he showed pictures, but you should have seen his office. <laughs> he, he did. He
2: posted that online. We saw what was out front. I actually had one person ask me if you had retired because it said, congratulations. Uh, Chief Cooper out front, or something like that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not going he, uh, over. And Chief, he's got a mustache, new mustache. Yeah, huh?
5: yeah. yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Oh well. Uh, speaking of Jerry, though, he uh, uh, he's recovering fairly well, and he has started coming back in and uh, putting in a few office hours. Um, he he wants to come in more, and I'm. I'm not encouraging him to come in and put full days in because, uh, sitting in those chairs with back surgery can be quite obnoxious. So he comes in for three or four hours, get some things done. Then I run him out of there. So, um, until he, until he can get a little bit better healed, I just assume he didn't re injure it again. So, uh, but he, he has been coming, coming in for a little bit. So, uh, he's been helping out with some stuff. The, um, on the, on the, on the COVID side of things, things are pretty much status quo. Um, we've had 42 additional residents added to the list of quarantined at home, which is actually quite, quite good compared to, we were up over a hundred there for a while. So, um, uh, things are going, starting to drop off somewhat. Um, the other thing is, uh, I don't know if you I guess everybody knows the Johnson and Johnson vaccine is is coming coming in and uh, got an email from uh, John Sherrod from the health department that they're going to be offering a uh, vaccine, the Johnson and Johnson vaccine on March 8th to firefighters and police officers and so forth. Um, for uh, some makeup where he didn't, they didn't get it before. And I think the police hasn't gotten it at all. So um, originally I had reached out to John to find out if we would be able to receive any of the vaccines at at our facility so we can give them ourselves. And um, he hasn't gotten back to me yet. I literally just asked him about an hour ago, so I'm sure he'll respond back to me, but if it's a if that's available that we can receive the vaccine to our department and we can bring our sheriffs in and give it to them that way, I would prefer to do that. If not, then uh, I will forward the email to uh, Lieutenant Tar and um, and let him know how his guys can can go get the vaccine based on uh, the health department's email. So I'm on top of it. We're um, we'll, we'll get them we'll get them vaccinated one way or another. Very good. So other than that, that's, that's about all I got, um, for right now. I, I I'll have the month report out in the next couple of days and we'll, I'll get it emailed to y'all.
2: All right. Any questions for the chief from anyone? All right. Well, thank you very much. And uh, we'll move on next to our uh, roads, maintenance, and recreation report then. We've got Tracy here, and I think Jason Petty we have in the meeting also. So uh, Tracy, what have we got going on?
7: Well, uh, is Jason with us? He is. Okay. He's muted right now, though. There you go. Yeah, I'm here. All right. I'll let Jason go first. He, uh, he has some uh, things to talk about from the uh, Parks Committee Uh, and also about some uh, rules and regulations of surrounding entities that we asked him to get.
4: Jason, let me know when you want to screen share.
9: Yeah, I think it'll be, the only thing that I think I need screen shared are the the different municipalities, parks and regulations rules. Um, I think there are three documents. I believe that's all that there are. It should be Montgomery Park and Rules Regulations, Sims Township, yeah, there you go. So this was a um, a few weeks ago. I don't remember which month it was in, but you guys had asked if I could find out some uh, what other municipalities neighboring us did as far as their rules regarding alcohol, and I've highlighted all of the the ones that pretty much talked to how they their their rules were, are pretty similar to what ours are currently. So I know you guys had asked for that. Before I just wanted to make sure that I got that to you. I didn't know if you were able to go over it before tonight and wanted to make a decision on the rules that we had made so far, or if you guys have more discussion about that.
2: Well, it's I, like I know I saw about. these things, and I, I will add that uh, Deerfield Township also has a similar rule. They do not allow alcohol in the park without permits either. So that's another one you can add to the list there where were we on this on the proposed rules last time then where was the alcohol prohibition back in there or was it out of there because we had discussed each way.
9: So, yeah, we, that the last time we discussed this, we had left it out. And then I think you guys had discussion. And then the last trustees meeting, and then asked me to find out what neighboring communities did with their rules on alcohol. And that's mm-hmm. so in the last, uh, set of rules that I uh, proposed, or not proposed, but, but presented in that last meeting that I was in, the rules on alcohol that we uh, amended have little, the only regulation was that you couldn't sell it without okay. written permission. So we had taken all regulations other than that out of the rule.
8: Mm-hmm. I'd be satisfied with, uh, with uh, the regulation as it's listed on, in Montgomery. And I think that's uh, a reasonable, it's reasonable to assume that uh, that if they rent if they rent a shelter, they're interested, you know, that they may they may be consuming alcohol in the shelter. And, if, and the other thing is, what we don't want to do, I think, is is promote the impromptu beer bashes in the in the park where you get 20 kids that are just turned 21. And next thing you know, they're consuming way too much alcohol, and I know we have rules against consuming alcohol, but that doesn't mean they don't do it. And I think we should we should reach out to, to attempt to fas- not facilitate it for sure. So I think I, I would I'd be in support of adopting the rules that Montgomery currently has,
2: hey, and that's what our old rule said. I think something similar wording also was yeah, only with the
0: rental. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jim, comments. No, I'll go along with that, Trace uh, Tracy. Have we had problems in the past with. Uh, this kind of thing with people abusing this?
7: Uh, not recently, but yes, in the past, we, we often did, uh, which is why the, the rule came about. Uh, okay. you know we, we had some problems with that and uh, you know, a little too much drinking and would start into some vandalism.
2: Okay. I. I, I'll add that I, I think putting it back in is probably rule overkill because of the other rules we have. And if people are going to violate it, our rule isn't going to stop them, of course. It's another ground to toss them out of the park, but that's a more of a civil enforcement thing. If there's truly a problem, we're going to encourage people to dial 911 and get the sheriff's office out there because someone's getting unruly anyway. But with, with that said, all the other communities have this rule in there. I don't have a problem having the rule in there too, for that reason, I, I, I think people are going to do what they're going to do for the most part anyway. And what our rule says, isn't necessarily going to influence them, um, for better or for worse, but we do have other laws and protections in place. So, uh, I'll, I'll go with the consensus there. And if we want to keep the alcohol prohibition that we actually have in the current rules in there, then I, I guess we do that.
0: Yeah. I'll go along with the Toms.
2: Yeah. So, Jason, we don't actually have rules in front of us in a final form to approve tonight, though. Is that correct?
9: Yeah, that's correct, because I didn't, I didn't know what discussion you guys would have on this before I changed anything. So I figured I would wait to see what you guys decided before we change anything. So if, if you want it to be the same as it was, I can put that back in the document and then present it to you guys at the next meeting.
2: Yeah, I think as to that, that's where we are. And was there anything else that the committee needed to consider further before that comes back to us with that change, since that's our decision in the end to make as to the alcohol rule? No, I don't
9: think so. The The committee had already agreed to the rules that we had had before. Okay. So if, this, if that's your guys' decision on this one, then... I Sounds like that's a consensus.
2: So, I, yeah, I think bring it back to us that way then next time okay. and we can have it on the agenda and have a final vote on that.
9: Oh. So uh, the next thing I have is uh, the parks advisory committee made a motion in our last meeting to have paper copies of the park survey available at the North and South fire stations. Um, And that was, you know, discussed earlier by myself and Tracy. And I had, you know, told the, told the committee at an earlier date that I didn't think it would be a problem, but I did not realize that we were wanting to do the entire thing electronically. Um, so I don't know if that is, uh, if that's something that you guys are in favor to or opposed of having, I don't, I can see the, the benefits and the downside to both because I think being able to, you know, tabulate all of the information, it's going to come, um, you know, by constant contact is who the survey is going to be, you know, given by. So they're going to be able to test to all the information. If we had paper copies, we would definitely have to do that ourselves in house. Um, but I don't, I know Tracy had some, some comments. I think that he was probably also going to talk on that for a little bit as well.
2: Tracy, what have you got for us on that?
7: Uh, Basically I just, you know, we had talked all along about uh, doing it electronically. I don't have a major problem with paper. I think, uh, you know, in this day and age plus with COVID everybody's electronic with everything. I think it's much easier to tabulate uh, all the information you know, we can uh, put it, uh, we're going to put a QR code in the newsletter, one on some signs that we're going to place around like we do for yoga in the parks and stuff, along with having it on our website and on Facebook. Uh, you know, I do not believe we even have uh, public coming into the North firehouse at all. Uh, so I, I don't, I don't know if that, I'd, I'd have to, uh, as chief, about that, you know, we're we're open down south for people to drop off documents for the uh, for the administration building.
0: But I just, Grace, I, I got to think that's a big inconvenience for uh, the fire department.
7: Yeah, chief, I, I would I, agree.
0: I mean knocking on the door, I want to pick up this. I know how busy I know how busy you guys can get, especially in certain times. Well, how about
2: uh, this suggestion? I I do think that. Some people prefer paper, especially uh, not to stereotype, but senior citizens sometimes prefer paper to an electronic survey. They may just want paper for whatever reason. I think we should make an accommodation to make paper available if somebody wants it. But you know, an old fashioned way of doing it would be put a nice little box or file tray there outside the door with a rock on top of the stack of paper in it under a cover if somebody wants to come pick it up. They don't have to come in and ask for it, but we could make some paper ones available somehow for them to pick up if we want. I I would suggest if we're doing some on paper, since this will be an electronic survey and we're going to need results within a reasonable time, we need to put a a deadline on there too, that they return it by a certain date. And then uh, maybe someone in the office could tabulate the few that we actually get on paper and just enter that in with the other totals we get. But I would suggest it's important to have some paper there because for some people they're gonna need that accommodation um, but we do need a deadline too for uh, responses, or else the thing will float around forever. And three years from now, somebody's going to fill one out and send it
7: in. Yeah, we about, we we have a deadline for the electronic ones, so we would keep the same deadline uh, if you if you want paper ones, also.
0: How about uh, just making them available rather than the fire stations, just at the uh, administration building? Yeah, well,
9: then we then could I would put it.
7: Yeah, I, I think the, the way to put it, we could put it at the South Firehouse. You know, that's where all our document drop-off and document pickup is now. Uh, you know, the North, we do not have uh, that luxury. So I, I think if we did it at the South, uh, you know, I picture it being minimal anyway. I mean, everybody's on some form of electronic media today.
5: Yeah, yeah. Um, Tra- Tracy, if you, get, if you give me the... Uh, the forms, I will uh, put a bin out in that foyer on a table and put a sign on it that they're available to, uh, to, to pick up. Uh, the, those, those front doors are always unlocked into that first main entrance coming in. And yes. uh, everybody's been, everything gets dropped off and picked up there anyway. So we have a table in the foyer there. We can very easily make a space. And put a bin there that we can put them in, and and uh, that people can just come in and grab them. They're not really bothering us. Um, the door, the second set of doors going into the firehouse are locked, so they don't come in the station. But they're more than welcome uh, to come into the foyer where the the document drop off, the mail, that stuff's in there. The drug box is out there for people to put their uh, wasted drugs. Everything's in that foyer, so they don't have to go through locked doors. So. As far as the south station, it won't be a problem at all to, to put some of those forms in there. the
8: yeah. station, did we, is, that, is that first door open or not?
5: It, it I mean, they're, they're closed, but they're not locked.
8: They're not locked.
5: Okay. I so mean, just a second. What I might just
8: suggest is you might also put a, a bottle of uh, hand sanitizer on each table that you're setting up just so that... Uh,
5: we, yeah, we can do that. And, and also, as I mentioned it once before, uh, we do have that foyer a- area there monitor with cameras 24 hours so if anything goes on there we'll be able to track it
0: sounds good chief
2: and i suppose old school if someone even wants us to mail them a survey for goodness sake we do want results from people if, if they ask for that i'd say mail i know it's an old mail. thing it, it takes it, you, basically, you take a piece of paper, you put it in an envelope, you put it in this box, and then like a week or two later, it shows up across town. If, if you're lucky. lucky. Yeah, yeah. That's if been my lucky.
5: experience lately. But I, I imagine. I, so. I, I do, I do want to address with the uh, situation there at the fire station, just to, uh, to be able to help out with handicapped people that if, if they call the station or email me and let me know when they're going to come to the station. I will be more than happy to run it out to the car for them. Great. Thank you for doing that. Yeah.
2: And, and those signs on the windows there and in the doors with the phone numbers, that's great and very helpful to people who do come in who yeah. need that help. So very good. All right. D- Jason, any, anything else about the survey or any trustees have any further comments about that? Okay.
9: I don't think I have anything else about the survey. Okay. Anything else about the Parks Committee then or Parks? Yeah. So um, Tina, Tina Early and Kathy Kugler are wanting to explore possibilities of having a treasure hunt at McDaniel Sports Complex and Bechtold Park. Um, I know, I think they were talking about, um, they were going to ask you guys for, you know, some support from it, but I I haven't exactly found out from them just quite yet uh, what all they've, they have found out. But just so that you have a heads up, probably by the next meeting, I would imagine I'll have some more information from them but they were wanting to i think okay you know find out if that's even something that you guys would be okay with them i,
2: I know i'd know, be personally. interested in promoting any outdoor activities we can do in our parks where people can safely go have fun especially as the weather is getting nicer here uh outdoors air seems to be pretty safe for people uh so getting them there is a good thing so yeah yep. I, I think that's a great thing and i look forward to hearing recommendations about what we can do for that and how how we could help out Okay. Anyone else have comments about that?
8: Okay. I, I agree with promoting outdoor activity.
0: It sounds good. It sounds like an Easter egg hunt, candy well, in the That's little definitely eggs. not
9: what they're calling
0: it. <laughs>
9: <laughs> Being government and all, that's we can't do that. that oh
7: yes, we can. Those <laughs> the, little plastic the, eggs uh, with feet. candy.
9: <laughs> well, that's why I wanted to ask if they were going to hide the treasure in treasure. eggs. <laughs> that would be a whole different kind of thing but i don't know so uh the other thing that i have is that our bathrooms are scheduled to open the first week in april um and that i believe is when we will also be opening up our shelter rentals and yoga in the parks will resume on april 11th so we were going to open up yoga on april 4th until i realized that that was actually easter sunday (laughs) so we're gonna we're gonna push it to april 11th and then that will um take place every Sunday at 10 o'clock at Bechtold Park until October. And we are going to also look into adding uh, a few more days and possibly a few more parks, hopefully, if I can find some some more volunteer instructors. Excellent. So if you guys have any questions, uh, other than that, I think I'm, I'm about wrapped up. Questions, gentlemen?
0: None for me. None for me.
2: Okay. I, I, I'll, I'll ask about one other thing here. I know I've, I've heard from some of the parks committee members about minutes of their meetings and some controversy about that and their request that the township pay someone to do that. I, I do think it's important to point out we set up the parks advisory committee as an advisory committee and it does not have spending authority of its own. It can ask the trustees and recommend things, but um, if if, if there's some issue about minutes, you're you're busy running these meetings too. I know as they're going on. Maybe one of the board member or sorry, the committee members might like to actually take the minutes themselves um, to take that burden off of you. I don't know if that's a uh, possibility or not. But do you have any concerns about minutes or anything like that, and about getting the meetings recorded also so that there's a record of what happened?
9: Yeah. So the the last meeting that we had, I it was not recorded. I thought that it was recording and it wasn't. Uh, that was, you know, my fault. Um, I honestly, I've had a few committee members ask if we can start meeting in person again. I don't know if if you guys are opposed to us having the meetings at the at the you know township building. Um, I had I think the reason that we originally stopped meeting in person was we had uh, a couple members that were concerned, and I believe uh, now have been vaccinated, so they might be interested in coming back to in person. I think that would probably benefit the entire group. Um because I do you know I I definitely um you know I thought that I had it recording and it wasn't. So when it's when the meeting is recorded, it's extremely easy for me to keep the minutes because I have the entire meeting Hmm. to, you know, to play back and and take the minutes as you know as easily as possible. But yeah, with with not, you know, being able to record it the last time, it was it was a struggle for me to keep these these minutes for we're not as as good as they could have been. Jason, can you? Uh, would it make more sense
8: to meet at some place like Schuler if you're going to meet in person instead of at the township? Just because uh, I think you can spread people out probably a lot easier. Uh, and, and you know, I'm no I'm no doctor or scientist, but they keep saying that even though you have a vaccine, doesn't mean you can't either get it or spread it or whatever. And yeah. so, I mean. Who knows? I don't know, but I'm just saying maybe that might give you a little bigger area to spread more people out if you were, if you were to do it at Schuler versus doing it at uh, at
9: the township. Yeah, I can definitely ask them and see if they would be in favor of it. I would imagine that they probably would, especially the people that would prefer to be in person.
5: Yeah.
2: So. Keep in mind, some may still want to appear by Zoom too. So you'd need internet access at least, so someone could pop in that way too if needed. But, but yeah, there are other venues we could choose that are even larger. We have that nice new maintenance building back there. Maybe Tracy could make space available in that even in the very no,
7: large area. No. No.
2: <laughs> Open the doors. Plenty of fresh air in there. So. But yeah, so what, you know, I, I think that's something that, uh, is up to the committee and you as to what you guys feel safe doing and meeting, um, meet outdoors when the weather gets warmer too. That's, that's certainly an option. So, but hearing, hearing ideas for things like that is great.
7: Do you feel that we should have them meet? Uh, our buildings are still closed to the public. Our Shuler is still closed. Uh, we are not meeting in person yet, so what is your thoughts on that? I think
2: that's up to each group that's meeting, I would suppose. I don't know that we would forbid the Parks Committee from meeting in person if they wanted to. Um, I don't know that we have a policy on that. Have Have we set a policy? We'd, we'd want to make sure they follow whatever county and government health guidelines are in place. But. <laughs>
8: Right now, I don't believe there's very many, very, very many public meetings in the county. Currently, they're mostly all by Zoom.
5: Yeah, I, I, I think I, I think I'd give at least another month and uh, give a chance for these other vaccines to get out. More people get vaccinated, you'll be playing it safer. Yeah,
0: I think that was a discussion we had before, Tom, because we were worried about uh, the use of the bathrooms and keeping up with the sanitation. That was a problem originally. Yeah, and, and really now I, I know exactly yeah, that's why the buildings were closed because people sometimes walk by and stop in to use the restrooms and you know, keep up and I think that would be the same situation with the group meeting there.
9: Yeah, And if we needed if we need to continue on zoom, I, I know what my mistake was with recording the meeting so I can record it from here on out and know, you know, for for pretty much for certain that I'm doing it okay. correctly.
2: Good. I didn't mean to beat you up over that by bringing that up. Oh, although, no, either okay. Mistakes happen, obviously. Yeah.
9: So, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah. So thanks for what you do with the committee. Yeah. And anything else about parks from anyone? Okay. Tracy, you've probably got one or two things. Thanks, Jason. Also,
7: but. Tracy, right, thanks, you probably... thank, you. thank you, Jason. Yeah. So the first thing I have, uh, you should have received in your packet, uh, the, uh, R- <clears throat> RFQ. That we want to put out uh on so i'm going to ask for a motion to advertise this on our website this is for this is something we've been talking about uh, this is also be part of 25 percent tiffs uh, you know we uh, we've been talking from the beginning that we would have some road work but we would also have some culvert work uh, we did have one culvert uh, that we put in for a skip application that we've received funding for. These are for uh, four other culverts that are, or three I believe that are in the Dillonvale area that currently have some landslides going on and uh, they really need to be fixed before they get into the sidewalks and roadway. So uh, just looking to put an RFQ out for engineering purposes. Hey, Tracy.
8: Can I ask you a question regarding the uh, the culverts we have uh, that we got SKIP funding for? Yes. Was, was that
7: 100%? No, SKIP is a uh, maximum of 50% usually. I mean, it's not a maximum of 50%, but we, we always donate 50% because you score so much better.
8: So so at 50%, are we taking the, the TIF dollars to use for the remaining 50%? Yes.
0: In that project? Okay, that's what I am just trying to find out. Okay, yes. But Trace, I thought you just
7: said 25% of the tips. No. It's a 50% grant to pay for the one that was successful. This is part of the... These here on this paper will be paid for out of the COVID, uh, you know, because of COVID, they allow us... To use 25% of our unencumbered TIFs for road projects and infrastructure maintenance, so that's 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 what we'll be paying for for these projects here. You. you know that that total amount that total amount of our 25% TIFs is right around five million. You know we went out to bid, which I'm going to get to here in a, in a little bit. We were a little over three. I'm looking at probably a half a million dollars in culvert work here. So we're still well under uh, the 25%. All right, so you're looking at- But the engineering, you know, when you figure all these together, engineering is gonna be over $25,000. So you have to put out an RFQ for people to submit their qualifications. After you get the qualifications, you rate them and then you go to the first firm, whoever rated the highest, and then you ask them to uh, give you a proposal on price and you negotiate price with them at that time.
2: All right, so you're looking for a motion to proceed with advertising this RFQ, is that correct?
7: Yes, sir.
8: Yes, I'll make a motion that we uh, proceed with advertising for an RFQ uh,
2: for the culvert project that we currently have uh, in front of us.
0: And I'll, I'll second that.
2: All right. Any further discussion or comments as to that?
8: Uh, I guess the only thing I would say is, once again, this just goes to show how valuable TIFs are to Sycamore Township. Uh, We have the ability to go to the well for half a million dollars and we're not asking our residents for that money. This is, uh, or or wherever this might be, the 3.1 or 3.3, whatever it was that you opened up the bids on earlier, Tracy, plus an additional half a million That's a lot of money that we're we're, we're doing work in the township, infrastructure improvements and not not asking the residents. And it's all because of tax income and financing. So uh, uh, I just want to reiterate how valuable that is to our residents in Sycamore Township.
2: Any other comments from anybody? Mr. Porter, will you call the roll then please? Mr. LaBarbera? Aye. Mr. James? Aye. Mr. Weedman, Aye. All right. Tracy, what else do you have here?
7: Uh, next, I have a resolution. This is for the road program that I was just talking about. Uh, we went out to bid on this. We uh, uh, we had four bidders, all very four good contractors. Edlita, Cruz, Jurgensen, and Barrett were the four that submitted bids, uh, which was nice to see because they're all high-quality contractors. So, uh, we weren't worried in opening the bids. We we got some very good prices too. Uh, so in fact, uh, we're looking at about a 3.1 something million dollar project. The lowest two bids were only approximately thirty-two thousand dollars apart. So uh, you know, less than one percent. So they, they were they were good prices. So I read this: uh, a resolution authorizing a contract for the 2021 road improvement program. And dispensing with a second reading.
2: Motion. All right, we have uh, dueling motions to approve this resolution. Would one of you two like to second it? I'll second it. All right. So, uh, any further discussion as to this resolution?
7: I'd just like to uh, state for the record what the price was: three million one hundred thirty thousand three hundred seventy-five dollars and sixty cents.
0: Yeah, and that hey. was
7: from the John Jurgensen Company.
8: Hey, that's a great price, considering what we had anticipated And B, Those are four great companies. I mean, you can't get any better than that, getting on
7: this job. No, you couldn't ask for four better. And we, uh, that price came in 300,000 under our estimate. So uh, that's always nice to see. Now here, this is here. also
2: from the 25% of unencumbered TIF funds paying for this, is that correct?
7: That is correct, sir.
2: Oh, okay. So we've Tracy. had this money sitting in a bucket and now we're able to use it for this, so, okay. Uh,
7: further comments uh, from anybody? Yeah, how many miles of road is this, Tracy? This, I don't have that in front of me, but it is approximately 20% of our road infrastructure. It's out. Yeah, it's. it's awesome. uh, I, I believe it was about 10 miles. That's that's nice when you can get that kind of work done.
6: Yeah, an annual program like that's unheard of nowadays. Yeah, Yeah, it is. Yep.
4: And it's
7: it's really helping, you know, the roads that need to be helped. You know, as you know, we've been doing that uh, uh, preventative maintenance. And as I went around and looked at the roads, uh, you know, the, the roads that we're not doing here are really in good shape. Uh, this is really going to bring our our road stock up to to a great level because uh, most of the other roads are in uh, very good condition.
0: Great. Any other comments from anyone? Good job, Trace. Good job. Yeah.
2: Thank you. All right, Mr. Porter, will you call the roll? Mr. LaBarbera,
0: aye.
3: Mr. James, aye. aye. Mr. Weedman, aye.
2: Got anything else for us, Tracy?
7: Uh, just a general uh, roundup. The uh, maintenance crew finally got some rest. Uh, they, they were a little worn out after, after February. They're happy February is gone. Uh, so we're actually getting out and doing some uh, culvert work. Uh, we'll be starting some road work very soon here. Uh, I know Jason's starting to get through some work in the parks now that everything is thawed out. Uh, As far as our building goes, uh, we're getting very close. Uh, We had some email correspondence this week and there was probably 10 or 12 at least uh, people back in the building today working and uh, they are telling me that they will finish up with the punch list tomorrow. So uh, we're going to have a final walkthrough with the architects if that is the case they do get done tomorrow we'll have that final walkthrough on friday and we'll be able to get into our building so of course it, it won't be complete we can't do you know final restoration on the site yet everything's a muddy mess so uh they'll still have that to do but uh as long as we can get in that building we'll be happy
2: so do we have a holdback right now uh, as to the final payment? Or we're waiting on these things to happen, I, I would assume. So. Oh, yes.
7: Yeah. Oh, yes.
2: OK, <laughs> that's a good motivator. So very good.
7: The let me, best.
2: Let me plant this seed in your head. I already talked about meeting in that building for something. And you, you weren't thrilled with the idea, I know. But uh, come summertime when uh, we don't have any dangerous snow and maybe when the world is a different place with vaccines and so forth, Consider whether we could have a day where we could open the doors and have an open house so that all the people who paid for this in the community might be able to at least peek in, take a look at it, and, and see what their tax dollars brought about. I think that might be a nice thing to let the community see what we've been paying for there. So just put that on your list.
7: Good for thought.
2: <laughs> yeah. So uh, anything else you have?
7: No, sir. That's all I have.
2: Okay, I've got a question for Tracy, but does anyone else first? Okay, uh, a couple things actually. A thank you, first of all, I mentioned to you today a, a problem with the curb damage that I had observed in the neighborhood here. And you got your guys out here right away when we talked about it. And they found one over in Heitmeyer nearby also that they put on their list to get fixed. So very good. Um, we talked a few weeks ago about a, a fiber map and where the cameras are in the township. And I think you said that was going to be in the works. Any progress on that yet? I'd like to know where all that stuff
7: is. Yeah, no progress in that yet. That's going to take a little while. With uh, The company that did it, uh, who installed the fiber, is getting ready to do a repair for us. Uh, we we do have a break. And that that is who's going to be Actually, uh, drawing out the map of how the fiber is run. So, okay. you know, we've, we've just finally now gotten a break in the weather. So, you know, things are just starting to move right now.
2: Okay. Thanks. Anyone else have anything for Mr. Callums? Nope. Yep. Nothing. Else. All right. We will move on then to planning and zoning report. Thanks, Tracy, for all you had there. Uh, but, uh, okay. Scholar Miller. You're welcome. Yeah. Scholar, what have uh, you got?
6: Yep, uh, I guess I'll get the uh, the unpleasant item out of uh, um, off our uh, agenda first. Let's see here. Then we can talk about the fun stuff. Okay, uh, so I have a resolution uh, for uh, the board to consider tonight. Uh, it's a resolution providing for an authorizing removal of vegetation, garbage, refuse, and other debris and declaring a nuisance for the property located at 4454 Cougar Mill Road, Sycamore Township, Ohio 45236. And we can have a discussion on that real quick. Uh, The pictures that are in the packet, these are the most current. Um, I believe this is right before we had our snow melt. I'm gonna go ahead and rotate this. So, uh, you you're actually looking at, uh, you know, what I believe to be a junk vehicle, although we're not going after the junk vehicle just yet. Uh, it's kind of hard to see from this. So I'm actually gonna pull up uh, the pictures from roughly two months ago. Let's see here, uh, anonymous complaint on this. Uh, you can see that same vehicle, uh, it's had some damage, it's had some, um, I think it's a deadbolt holding the, holding the hood on uh there we go but uh you know just you know older collections of uh you know i think those you know maybe decorative ladders or something i don't think those are actual construction material you can see the um
5: you
6: know a, a pump some other other building material and debris uh on the deck uh we're missing sections of the sidewalk and we've you no, know, not not exactly code for uh, our, our safety barricades. Um, as you can see, just just a collection of of various materials, junk and debris. Uh, this is on the uh, um, west side of the property, looking looking around the back. We always stay on the uh, uh, either on the public right of way, or if we have permission from a, a neighbor to go on their property. We never enter the property ourselves, so you don't have a full inventory of what's in the backyard just yet. Um, so we haven't had any, any luck reaching out to the owner. Um, this property was um, from what we can tell um, in, in a family trust since 2015, it looks like there's been some transfers and it's chain Um, But there's, there's lots of folks with the same last name that it's, it's transferring to. So, um, you know, if there's a, you know, if all of this is leading to some kind of, you know, renovation work, uh, to, to get this property up, then by all means, they just need to reach out to us and we can, we can assist them with proper, um, you know, issuing proper zoning certificates and and permitting from the County. Uh, but as it stands right now, this, this is just a mess and, um, you know, it's, it's certainly impacting the, the surrounding neighborhood. So. Well, any questions about these pictures? Does
0: anyone does anyone live there?
6: Uh, right now, I can't tell. Uh, we've we've tried to reach out. We've, you know, um, but uh, we've the, the mailing address on file is actually this property. I believe there's also a P.O. box in uh, uh, the city of Fairfield uh, that we've that we've tried as well. So no, no luck just yet on um, contacting the owner. So by posting a notice on the front door, somebody hopefully will see that. Uh, you know, again, all I need is cooperation. So as soon as as soon as soon they say, hey, we want to work with you to comply, um, you know, the, the ball can stop rolling. Um, but until that time, I think we've got a duty to, um, you know, help mitigate these and um, abate these issues.
2: This is next to a commercial property. It isn't it on Coogler Mill at uh, the corner of Blue
6: Ash Road. Uh Yes, that's correct. So that, um Tracy, is that the is that the three one two lounge, right there at that corner? Am I thinking of the right one?
5: Is Tracy, there
4: three twelve, and where the tattoo parlor used to be. Yes.
5: Yeah. Okay.
2: All right. Uh, any comments about this from anyone? Yeah, I
8: make a motion we approve the resolution uh, the nuisance, nuisance pro- for the nuisance property.
0: I'll second okay. that.
2: All right. Mr. Miller, would you read the intro to the title of the resolution, please, that uh, the motion pertains to?
6: Yep. Uh, resolution providing for and authorizing removal of vegetation, garbage, refuse, and other debris and declaring a nuisance for the property located at. Uh, 4454 Cougar Mill Road, Sycamore Township, Ohio, 45236.
10: And
2: we, we have a motion and a second on the floor pertaining to this resolution. Any further discussion as to this resolution? All right. Uh, Mr. Porter, would you call the roll, please, for the vote? Mr. LaBarbera? Aye. Mr. James? Aye. Mr. Weedman? Aye.
6: All right. What else right. do you have for us, Mr. Miller? Thank you, gentlemen. All right. Um, so uh, March and uh, the second quarter of uh, 2021 is going to be a, uh, uh, a busy and exciting time for my department. Um, so we have recently finished the, the final draft is what I was calling it of the um, of our future land use plan uh I, I kind of submitted that internally to uh, our administration staff as, as well as uh, maintenance for um, uh, for internal review uh, we completed that yesterday uh, where there was there, there was a couple of, of tweaks here and there um, and I think maybe two map amendments so my goal is to fix those this week um, get those adjusted and uh, push that out to our um, um, our land use steering committee and schedule a meeting with them for later this month. As soon as they have uh, have vetted it, if they're um, and, and give us the thumbs up, we can submit that to uh, our zoning commission uh, for uh, review and recommendation to the board of trustees. So uh, that is, that's finally moving and, and gaining some, some good steam. Uh, while that is going through uh, our, our public review, um, we are internally in March working on the text amendments for the, uh, for the zoning resolution. Um, my general theme for, um, for, for these is gonna be trying to streamline, uh, simplify some of the um, Uh, some of the language that we have and uh, I don't know if if deregulate is is the proper word here but uh, certainly do some enabling legislation or enabling policy for residents um, you know making sure that they have good and full use of their property so uh, that's that's our general goal with uh, with these text amendments Uh, we are starting you know we have of course our, our base document uh, as well as the red line from a few years back, um, you know we will be fully reviewing those, but we're not submitting those those original red lines. This will this will be uh, a, a fresh look, so to speak. Um, and it's not a complete revamp of the of the text. This is this is going to be evolutionary, not not revolutionary. Okay, um, so that will be. Final draft is, is is planned to be finished by the end of this month um, for consideration by, um, consideration by the Public and Zoning Commission at the following meeting. Uh, and then finally, uh, our, and we're probably going to have to come up with a better name for this, this is Wordy, our Montgomery Road Township Property Master Planning Project. Um, we have our first focus group scheduled for March 11th at 6.30 p.m. Uh, That is actually going to be held uh, in the auditorium over at Jewish hospital. We've got plenty of room to spread out. So the, uh, the focus group uh, is going to be in person. Um, We are working with Mr. Ebel to live stream that to the public. There's not going to be any zoom component to that um, because participation is going to be um, in person. So following that, we'll have a business focus group on uh, the, the 25th of March, and then developer focus group, uh, I believe that's April 8th. Uh, shortly after that, we're, as a culminating um, kind of charrette process, we'll have that. Um, Ray, were we doing that at the end of April or the first week of May?
1: I can't remember now. I don't think we set that date yet.
6: Yeah, to be determined, but, but shortly after. Uh, we, wanted, we wanted time to, um, you know, take all that information that we received from those focus groups and, um, you know, synthesize that into you know, a workable, uh, some workable data. So uh, at, at the end of this process, we're planning on uh, having an executive summary and a general plan for this site that we can, um, that we can share with, with potential developers. So that is, uh, that is our busy roadmap for uh, the next four to six months.
2: Very good. Anyone have any questions or comments for Mr. Miller about any of that?
0: Sounds good, Skyler, sounds good.
2: I, I have a question about something that uh, maybe someone can help with Mr. Miller, this is before your time, but I understand this came to my attention just this evening and some other things I was reading about something before us that on uh, August, I think it was August 9th of 2011, the township had scheduled a public hearing on uh, something relating to access management and a plan TEC had put together for the township. Uh, Mr. Weidman, you were around then, Mr. Kellums was, I think. Did that actually happen and and what came of that? And was that focused on the area we're talking about now or was that south where the median is uh, down on the other side of Montgomery Road?
7: I'll yield to Tracy that. Yeah, the uh, if it was uh, TEC, and what was the date of that? Two thousand
2: eleven, August 9th, twenty
7: eleven. Yeah, that would have been uh, a public meeting that TEC did had to do with the median, if I'm not mistaken.
2: Okay, so that was on the other side of Montgomery Road from where we're talking about. And then yes. south on Kenwood. Okay. South so,
7: from Montgomery Road to the interstate.
2: Okay, that, that wasn't clear from our minutes when I was looking through. So, so you've got all the institutional knowledge buried in your head from the last, what, 60 years or so of the township. So.
0: Okay, so let, let almost. Let, let me just clarification. So that was a public meeting with the residents. Is that what you said on August the 9th? 2019?
2: Uh, uh, the, The minutes indicated it was a going to be a public hearing of some sort and Tracy at the time I think in the minutes it indicated he said there were 20 or 30 people who had signed up for it. Um, So, yeah, okay. Well, presumably there's some record of that around somewhere but that was not the same properties we're talking about now as it turns out on the north side of Montgomery road and west of Kenwood so different, different issue anyway. Okay. Anything else for Mr. Miller from anyone? All right, thanks, Skyler. Uh So moving on to the Pleasure. law director report, Mr. Desai, what do you have for us?
10: Uh, good evening, everyone. Just one item uh, tonight, uh, just an update. Um, the administrator's office, Mr. Warwick and myself have uh, continued to work on finalizing the Joint Economic Development District for the development um over there uh on Happiness Way, the CIG development. Uh we have assembled all of the uh documents that are required to be submitted to the county. Um, couple stragglers that we're still waiting for, but I expect to have those in the near future. And uh once we submit those, then the next step will be to actually have the board meeting, the board that oversees the JED. And uh at that meeting, they will then organize and pass any legislation they deem appropriate, which may include a uh, tax levy resolution uh, to impose a tax on um, the um, essentially the commercial property within the district.
2: All right, and for the public's reference, we're talking about what's commonly known as the CIG project or the project next next to Jewish Hospital between the parking deck and the apartments and Kenwood Road, which the township had agreed with Deer Park to put a JEDD in place uh, as part of the inception of that project, correct? Correct. Okay, thank you. Uh, Anything else for us? That will do it, sir. Question for you, some of the other trustees may have questions about this too, but I, I think we had moved to proceed with a motion to enforce a settlement agreement in litigation last time. Is that moving along and is anything scheduled with that?
10: and there's nothing scheduled with the court, but it is moving along. Um, and, um, we have received some correspondence from the defendants, um, and some inquiries from one of their contractors, uh, regarding the front sign that I've addressed with Mr. Miller. Um, I have, um, contacted the defendant's counsel to let them know that, um, we're moving forward with the terms of the settlement agreement and, um, you know, that's the position of the board at this time.
2: All right. Any questions for Mr. Desai about anything from anyone? All right. Thank you, sir. Uh, we're going to move on to the administrator report. And and I should have pointed this out earlier, by the way, uh, because Mr. Porter has been very patient here. And we have another situation where we don't want to put the cart before the horse in approving spending and receipts that would be part of your report. So that's why we've scheduled you after we get to those things here in the administrator report, there's a PO to address and an appropriation change, I believe. Uh, So thank you for your patience, Rob, throughout all this. Um, So Mr. Warwick, uh, what do you have for us with your administrator report?
1: Evening, I do have a uh, uh, a resolution amending the 2021 appropriations. Again, and this time we're actually going to ask the board to lower our appropriations by $11,607.03. And the reason for this is we, we did the final reconciliation on the CARES uh, Act money. Uh, if you recall, when we got the money in 2020, we encumbered it all because if you didn't do that, uh, you could lose some of it and uh, we, it's quite a process to reconcile. And what we, uh, in the final reconciliation, I believe it's now the final reconciliation of 2020, the 11,607 was actually uh, booked in uh, uh, fiscal 2020. So uh, we wanna make sure that uh, we have the correct amount in in the 2021 appropriations. So therefore, we're asking the board to approve a a reduction. The uh, resolution reads, a resolution amending 2021 appropriations, dispensing with a second reading, and declaring an emergency.
0: Motion. Motion. Second.
2: All right. We have a motion to approve the resolution before us amending appropriations and a second. Any further discussion as to it? Mr. Porter, would you call the roll then, please? Mr. Labarbera, aye. Mr.
1: James, aye. Mr. Weedman, aye. Okay, I have a few uh, large POs uh, to go through with you this evening. The I think all but maybe one was in your in your packet, um, and one one of them that was in the packet has been removed because. Uh, we need to do some further, further work on it. The way the, uh, PO was written, um, uh, um, uh, wasn't, it, it didn't match up with the flow of funds. So the first one I have is a purchase number 8795. This is a blanket, uh, PO and it's, uh, for the, uh, account that, uh, pays the zoning boards. And, um, we just had not a, that money is available and, and, uh, and appropriated. We just had, had not uh, asked for a PO to, to uh, spend it. And uh, it's the amount is $10,800. I'd ask for a motion to approve. Motion to approve. 95. I'll second it. All right, uh, any discussion, can, gentlemen?
8: Can you tell me that are, are we, um, so how did we pay them in the first two months if we never appropriated any money? How do we pay our zoning boards?
1: They haven't been paid.
8: So they've not gotten a check in January or February? Have they met? I have no, I believe they have, but I'm not sure.
1: Yeah, they shouldn't have been paid paid because this, uh, I think this is appropriating the, yes, it's appropriating the whole amount that was in that account.
6: Yeah, so we've had, uh, I believe we've had BZA and yeah, we've just had BZA so far. One or two. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, yeah, now I'm drawing a blank. I think we've had two.
8: So, so BZA
6: hasn't got paid either month. Is that what
8: you're saying? That was to you, Ray.
1: Yeah, no, they should, they better they shouldn't have because the uh, we didn't have a purchase order to do it.
2: and they are paid is it $100 per meeting or $100 per month for serving on the board
6: uh, $100 per month if they meet correct it's 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 per it, they're they're paid per meeting with a maximum of $100 per month so sometimes sometimes you may have to you know call a special meeting or something to that effect if they if they meet twice they they only get the $100 um the 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 language um the language is a little conflicting on that but that's how it's interpreted we've also stream we've also streamlined that that whole issue so
2: streamlined what sorry
6: uh we've streamlined the meetings uh used to uh much like the much like the trustees you'd have a public hearing you would go into the you know uh, the regular session, so to speak, and direct staff to prepare uh, a resolution. Uh, now we're doing uh, resolutions that you know basically we're preparing two resolutions to anticipate um, the the board so that they can act more quickly. Right. So that's limiting the number of, of special meetings and, and second meetings that we had. And uh, yeah, so we had a January
1: 4th BZA and a February 17th BZA. And, and they, uh, there's a payment to the BZA in tonight's check run. Yep,
6: yeah. all right. Um, we also have uh, we do have zoning commission next week.
2: All right, any further discussion as to this PO? All right, Mr. Porter, will you call the roll, please? Mr. LaBarbera,
0: hi,
3: Mr. James, aye. Mr. Weedman. Aye.
1: The next uh, purchase order is 8797 It's to hold House Lackner signs. That's for the new signs uh, in front of administration, maintenance, and fire. Um, the amount is $19,092. Um, we're just getting the purchase order in place. They won't be paid all this money because the uh, directional signs have not been installed yet but we ask for your approval this evening. Motion to
0: approve. Second.
2: All right, we have a motion to approve this PO and a second any further discussion as to it.
3: Mr. Porter, call the roll, please. Mr. LaBarber. Aye. Mr. James. Aye. Mr. Weedman, Aye.
1: Thank you. Uh, the next uh, purchase order is 8733A. It's a blanket and this is for uh, uniforms for the roads and maintenance crew uh and what we're doing is uh, this is another uh fund account where we're going through the money a little quicker than the third third and third that we originally set up our original po's on that's just kind of the one of the ways we're managing our money so we're asking for another third the thirty-eight hundred dollars, to be approved this evening
0: motion second
2: any discussion all right. We have motion and second as to this PO. Mr. Porter, call the roll, please. Mr. Labarbera, aye. Mr. James,
3: aye. Mr. Weedman, aye. Okay. Mr. Work,
2: Mr. Work, the PO you skipped—that's uh, the one I assume you said wasn't ready yet. That had been in the packet. Yes. And and what was that for? I'm I'm just curious because it was there. In what that,
1: was it's one of the. It's uh one of those where we were doing a project. And uh, we paid for the uh, uh, Waterworks portion and then, uh, or we get, once it's done, we get the money from Waterworks and then we have to pay the vendor. And I I wanted to make sure, and I discussed it with Tracy and and Debbie today, wanted to make sure that we had that in the right order because the accounts that we were calling out weren't appropriated enough. So we'll have that straightened out and back to you at the next meeting.
2: Okay, thanks.
1: Move on to what you have next, then, here, PO wise. 8732A. This is another blanket uh, for maintenance. This is uh, uh, what we labeled uh, roads miscellaneous. It's just for various things that uh, they have to purchase. Once again, we're just moving ahead with the next third of this uh, about a month early, and it's for $3,390.
0: Motion. Second.
1: All right. Any discussion?
8: So, uh, yeah, what is this miscellaneous? I, did,
1: I didn't
7: catch that.
1: I don't know what. Uh, Tracy, what do you use that for?
7: This is just for everyday stuff that that uh, is not materials, uniforms, uh, road. Uh, I gotcha. Got road you. stuff, you know. I'm good. It's usually small amounts, you know you get a thirty dollar check uh, invoice in from a hardware store or something. Usually pay that out of miscellaneous. Uh, you know we uh, spent some more more money than we expected in the first third with in, in basically all of our accounts because of the snow and salt and everything. so uh, we're we're just getting the second third together so so we can pay some of those smaller bills. Okay. Thank you
2: okay. any further discussion from anyone? We have a motion and a second, Mr. Porter. Will you call the call the roll, please? Mrs. LaBarbera, aye. Mr. James, aye. Mr. Weedman,
1: aye. Thank you. Uh, next is eighty-seven thirty-six A. Once again, it's another blanket. As uh, Tracy just explained, that and this one certainly because of the uh, the uh, the snow. It's uh, in the category for uh, roads fleet fleet repair and the amount is $10,320. Motion to approve.
0: Second.
2: Any discussion? All right, Mr. Porter, will you call the roll and the vote on this motion, please? Mr. LaBarbera. Aye. Mr. James. Aye. Mr.
3: Ward. I mean, Mr. Weedman, Aye.
1: (laughs) Thanks. The last one is uh, 8798, and this is to the John Jergeson Company. This is uh, uh, the P.O. that matches the resolution that you passed for Tracy earlier this evening. It's in the amount of $3,130,375.60. Motion. I'll second it. You got both moved simultaneously.
2: All right. Any discussion?
1: All right. I would uh, note that uh, this is a good job by Tracy and his guys because the Jerkinson uh, can get all this work done before the end of the calendar year, mm-hmm. yeah, good. which is that is the deadline as mm-hmm. we sit here now. Yeah,
0: the good people, good people to work with. All
2: right, Mr. Porter, we call the roll as to this motion, please. Mr. La barber aye.
3: Mr. James, aye. Mr. Weedman, aye. aye.
1: The only other thing I wanted to mention this evening was we had our JED meetings earlier and got the report on uh, how 2020 stacked up against 2019. Uh, Three of our JEDs were actually up a bit and one JED was down. Uh, The net of that is that in uh, 2020, we collected $120,779.04 more than we did the prior year, which is, pretty good news given the situation with uh, shutdowns in economy. Could we get a report of that on the website,
2: perhaps just comparing year over year? The public might be interested in seeing that. That doesn't have to happen immediately, but if, if you've got the data, that might be a helpful thing to put out there. We can do that. Okay. Uh, anybody have any questions for Mr. Warwick about anything? All right. Thanks, Ray. Uh, We will move on to our fiscal officer, Rob Porter. Um, Rob, what do you have for us? Uh, Money coming in, going out, and so forth? Yeah,
3: I have uh, receipts of $1,299,296.81. Disbursements of $492,233.12. A complete listing of all receipts and disbursements is available in the packet. Motion to approve. Second.
2: Any discussion? Isn't any of that? All right, Mr. Porter, will you call the roll, please? Mr. LaBarber? aye. Mr. James, aye. Mr. Weedman, aye. All right. Uh, anything else?
3: Oh, nothing on my part. No.
2: Okay. Thank you. Um, that, I, I will point. Out, we had a discussion in the last meeting about uh, communications from the public and uh, ways to do some of that. You and I had an email exchange after the meeting about that too. And I, I do want you to know I'm still thinking of ways where we may be able to to have some of that in the meetings, uh, possibly with a, a short summary. I think is what I suggested to you going forward. When we do get a communication to the township, it should be communicated to all the trustees, of course, and you when it comes in, so we see it. But um if if we do get people calling in to praise our snow removal team or others maybe we should go into the meetings and uh note that uh, for example three residents took the time to call us to praise the snow removal team two emailed to complain about energy aggregation someone wrote in to talk about potholes something simple like that but we can talk about that in future meetings too but I, i am still giving that thought at least from a chairman's perspective here as to how we can do it and i do look forward to input from others on that but uh, we can move on to trustee comments now. Mr. Weedman. do you have any comments?
8: Um, I don't have any other than what uh, the chief already covered. Uh, Johnson Johnson is gonna be distributed quickly. Um, I, I can tell you from the EMA, Homeland Security standpoint that everything we get in goes right back out. And so uh, uh, we are trying to continue to keep the, uh, keep the lines, uh, <laughs> lines of, uh, of supply to everybody that's, uh, that needs it and, um, uh, we're hoping for big things because uh, the Johnson and Johnson is a single dose versus the double dose by uh, Moderna and uh, Pfizer. And um, I think that uh, uh, that will help immensely in getting more people covered than we are right now. So other than that, I have nothing.
2: Mr.
0: Labarbera. Okay, I was on the, uh, to add to uh, Tom and the Chief Penny's comments, I was on the call this morning for the Hamilton County Board of Health with uh, Greg Kesterman, the Health County, uh, Hamilton County uh, Health Commissioner. And uh, active cases keep going down. We had 31 cases a day, or we were not too long ago, 716. Uh, the suburbs for the first time ever, lower rate than the city of Cincinnati. And uh, hospitalizations, 222 confirmed, 59 in the ICU, which is way low. And we're still a level three, we're still red. And it was mentioned the vaccine now, starting on Thursday, those uh, sixty uh, eligible people, sixty and above, essential workers, child care, funeral home people, uh, uh, law enforcement, uh, correction officers, type one diabetes, ALS, bone marrow transplant recipients, uh, pregnant women, um, and that that's all I have to say. I mean, it looks like uh, we're heading in the right direction.
2: All right, and I'll just add uh, thanks again to uh, Tracy's team for all the hard work they had to do in February. I do hope March is a lighter month, although Tracy is a taskmaster, so guys, he's going to be after you anyway for stuff. Uh, But thanks for all you do. wanted to thank uh, a local uh, civic group that sent me a nice thank you card for uh, speaking to their group recently, too. Got that, so I just wanted to acknowledge that. Announcement changes. The Tax Incentive Review Council meeting is uh, set for uh, before our Tuesday, March 16th meeting. That'll be at 5.30 p.m. remotely. Uh, Check our calendar for other scheduled meeting changes. And uh, prior to this meeting at 6 p.m., we briefly had a public hearing on the Cougar Mill Road zoning uh, change proposal as to the project there and a proposed consent decree. That's been continued to this coming Tuesday at 4.30 p.m., remotely while neighborhoods are reviewing things. Uh, But check our calendar and the website for updates as to other things. I understand there's been a call for an executive session here uh, to consider sale of township property. Does someone wish to make a motion as to that? I'll
0: make a motion we move to. uh... Discuss uh, an executive session with law director Deepak Desai as permitted by Ohio Revised Code. Watch how I do this. Section 12122 to consider the uh, sale of uh, Sycamore Township property. Second.
2: All, right. all right. We have a motion and a second. Uh, and uh, let, let's have a vote as to this. First of all, roll call. Mr. Porter, would you call the roll? Mr. LaBarber? Aye. Mr. James? Aye. Mr. Weedman, aye. All right. An intend executive session. We'll invite the trustees, Mr. Porter, Mr. Desai, Mr. Warwick, Mr. Kellams, and Mr. Miller. And I believe that's everyone we needed. Uh, Ray, did I miss anyone?
1: No, that's it. And I, uh, Rob, will we automatically go in there? Yeah, just a second. Once I put graphic up, once you guys adjourn, and
5: then I'll put the graphic up and then invite you into the meeting.
2: All right, then it is currently eight eighteen PM and we are adjourning into executive session and will return. <laughs> graphic is down. All right. Uh, did we lose anyone? Yes, not. Uh, we lost Tracy, but that's okay. All right. We are back in regular session from executive session. It is eight forty-seven p.m. by my clock. Mr. Porter, would you call the roll to confirm everyone's back, please? Mr. LaBarbera, here. Mr. James, here.
3: Mr. Weedman, present.
2: All right. Do we have any further business, gentlemen?
0: Motion to adjourn. Second.
2: All in favor. Bye.
0: Bye. Stay safe. Stay safe and stay healthy, everybody.
2: We are adjourned at eight forty seven, eight forty eight PM. Thank you very much, everyone.
1: Have a good evening. Thank you. Good Good night. night. Good night, everybody. Good night,
0: everybody.